Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today we are joined by Mr. Stubergear, Graham Allen, and David Harris Jr. By the way, happy belated Father's Day, gentlemen. Hey! Thank you. Hope it was a great one. It was. Um, and I was told online I cannot wish a happy Father's Day to any of the single mothers out there doing both mother and fatherly duties. Mm. Because mo the mothers are mothers and they have their own day. They do. They, so, have, their own, they have their own, like, 364. Yes. Do they? Just saying, just saying. Really? Moms are awesome, man. Yeah. But I gave a little shout. I gave a little shout to women in my Father's Day because without women, we wouldn't be fathers in the first place. Hey, I was once so. a man trapped inside a woman's body. That is true. Yeah. Oh, and I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you had a nine-month span where you were trapped inside a woman's yes, body. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, Stu, what's the top story for you? Uh, I like the. Um, the, finally, that there's some country that's taken some steps to get rid of all of the sexism in advertising. Uh, yes, Great Britain has banned all uh, sexism in advertising that, that reinforces negative stereotypes. And I, it's a fascinating thing. I, I, it made me think, I really like the First Amendment. We should keep it. We should keep it. <laughs> all right, Graham. Uh, we're going to talk about Harvard rescinding the admission to Kyle Kashuv, who is the pro-Second Amendment Parkland uh, shooting survivor. I'm sure. I'm sure there's no correlation. No, there. Poli no, pol no politics behind that. No, whatsoever. certainly not, David. We are going to talk about uh, one of the Democrat favorites for president, maybe Kamala Harris, and her continued push uh, in her policies that uh, and ideologies that are just ridiculous, comparing criminals and illegals to men deployed. Mm. All right. Obviously, uh, a lot to get into on this Monday. First, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. If you are uh, in the market for a home loan, a refinance, um, whatever the case may be, American Financing is your go-to people. So um, what I love about them, the biggest thing that struck me was when Stu and Glenn kept talking about them and they said they're not commission-based, they're salary-based. That makes a huge difference when you're dealing with people who are, you know, trying to um, set you up in something that is going to fit, you know, your your family's needs, your financial needs. That's huge. So you know that they're in it for you. They're not in it to get a kickback from the financial institution. Um, they're also very honest. If they don't think that something is going to work for you, like what happened with Stu, uh, he said, I want this really crazy deal. And they said, um, we really don't think that's in your best interest and we're not going to do it for you. So if you find someone who will go do that crazy deal, mm -hmm. you go ahead and do that. But probably don't call us when you're getting your legs broken in the back alley. Yeah. Maybe I, they didn't say I want to get a loan from Polly from the Rocky series. Uh, so it wound up working out well. <laughs> but uh, in, in all seriousness, if you are in the market for one of those, you got to go to American Financing. You can go to AmericanFinancing.net or you can call 800-906-2440. All right, Stu, finally, finally, mm. someone is standing up and banning negative stereotypes. Yes, because that's the way you cure negative stereotypes mm -hmm. is by banning just ban them. them. Uh, clearly, we ban, you know, if you banned racism, there would be no more racism problem. Everyone would just adhere to that immediately. True. We know, uh, yeah, we it, know that to be fact. It just right. works. Yeah, it just works. 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 Yeah. Just government action always works. Well, that's what Great Britain basically thinks. One of the reasons why we have a separate country, by, I don't know, by the <laughs> yeah. way. I thought I might point that out. Yeah, no kidding. Um, and it's like, so they, they've actually impl implemented a rule in the UK now that where you, for... <laughs> For broadcast, you cannot have any ad that has uh, what they say, of course, is never clearly defined, but what they say is a negative stereotype or perpetrates a negative stereotype 
really on anyone. And of course, they give all these examples of, uh, of, of situations that they would no longer allow. Now, look, we do know that there has been some sexism in advertising over the years. Uh, we went back and found a couple of examples from the past. Watch. Polyglass means more than mileage when your wife has to drive alone. That's right. This product will let it be safe for women to drive alone, guys. Uh, Or, of course, we have uh, this classic. Every woman needs to be herself at times. Your answer? Baking. Baking good, baking often with gold medal flour. Yep. That's it. If women want to be themselves, they should be baking. Right? I think we can all agree on that. Disagree with anything so far. Or, or, uh, or, or this, uh, this classic as well. Be in his mind. Be a mind sticker. With a shape he can't forget. Don't you want to have a good shape? Don't you want to with a good shape? Shape with Yes. See, if you just drink tab, you'll be like, "What's a mind sticker?" That, that was the thing. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Be, be, be a mind sticker. That was that was really good. Now look, I mean, sticks in your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can go back to the '50s and '60s and '70s and find some really crazy examples of this. I mean, it was definitely a thing. I mean, Mad Men was kind of an era, right? Like it actually did happen. Uh, but I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen anything even remotely close to any of those ads. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think we've kind of come a long way. The opposite direction now. Let me remind you of a very recent ad. This one is uh, from Gillette, and from my understanding, would not be banned under this per- perpetrating negative stereotypes uh, rule. Watch. Sexual harassment is taking over It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? <laughs> what I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. But she says And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Bro, not cool, not cool. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. Like, that's w- way worse of a ner- a negative stereotypes than anything you saw in those other ads. I mean, like, women can't drive. I mean, that's you know, kind of a, a stereotype, but it's also, like, not the worst thing in the world. Also kind when, of true. Yeah, come on, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> you said that, Sarah. For the record, it was a female. Yeah, or, like, women want to be in good shape to attract men. That's just just generally speaking 100% accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least uh, 95% yeah, accurate. Right, yes. exactly. Guys want to be in good shape to attract women. There's nothing, that's not a negative stereotype. Saying men are all are, are abusing women, are bullying each other, are are committing uh, uh, crimes, who are harassing women for absolutely no reason, uh, you know that those are real negative stereotypes, and that's the sort of stuff that gets embraced by the same culture trying to ban this. It really is incredible to see 
uh, how this how this goes because they actually used you can't show women driving as an example of uh, driving poorly as an example of things that would be banned in Great Britain. This is much much worse. You're accusing and you see the men in unison just going like you know like there's like you're accusing an entire gender mm-hmm. of these horrible horrible things instead of the very few people mainly in Hollywood who were doing them. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a massive problem with that, and I, I don't. We are at the point where I don't know how we even find our way back to truth. I can't even see it from here with a society. We, we just don't care about truth. We don't care about uh, what's actually happening. It's just where we live in this weird, woke dreamland where we sit here and we act as if there is no gender, that none of these things are real. I mean, why do you think uh, com- stand-up comedy connects with people, right? Stand-up comedy, is, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, in a, not in a bad way, but talks about stereotypes all the time, right? If I make up a joke about Jimi Henderson, you're all going to look at me like crazy because you don't know who Jimi Henderson is. I'm, t- I'm making broad strokes here. These are generalities about groups of people. There's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not being racist or sexist. But you can have fun with this stuff. The idea that people want to, you know, uh, that women and men are different and you can't make, you know, make fun of those characteristics and, and joke about them and, and, and be honest about them. Like losing that is losing a major part of free speech. And luckily here, the government can't do much about it because of the First Amendment. In, in the UK, that's different. But we're losing it on all different levels. It's, it's you know, the, I'm glad the government can't step in. But we're using it. We're losing it culturally and we're losing it throughout, uh, you know, commerce with places like uh, Facebook, as, as David yeah. can attest. Yeah. Um, well, and also, what was it, New York, that just passed the law, not in free speech, but the Second Amendment, um, that they're going to penalize, they can hold gun uh, manufacturers responsible for crimes committed with their firearms? I mean, it's like all of these, yeah. all of these amendments, all of the freedoms that we have are just... Very slowly being infringed. Except for the 16th Amendment. They'll keep the income tax forever. Yeah. That yeah. one never goes yeah. away. Yeah. Right. yeah, Graham, you want to weigh in? Uh, well, I mean, Stu, you know how I feel about the Gillette ad. That very video ended me and my children on the front page of Yahoo. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's right. and, and so, yeah, I think we're in a, in a state now to where we believe that men are these toxic creatures and individuals and that all men are assumed to be pigs and racist and sexist and rapist even mm-hmm. at this point mm-hmm. and instead of funny joking stereotypes, I just watched uh, Joe Coy do you guys know who he is no. he's a comedian um, he just had his new Netflix special and uh, he's uh, Filipino okay. yep. and so he he makes fun of everybody because he's uh. Filipino because <laughs> if he was white he <laughs> couldn't do that no, but, but if he's no. Filipino he can make fun of black people Mexicans <laughs> age, I mean he can do whatever he wants because he's not white and he says stereotypes are funny because they're true, they're true. Yeah. There, there, there are those stereotypes in every race every culture every gen- both genders <laughs> yeah. I mean, let me there rephrase that both genders and the reason that they're funny is because they're true. Does that apply to 100% of everybody? Of course not. I like not. my chicken. <laughs> but I don't know if every black person but, out there but, likes their but, chicken. But, but, it's, but it's, it's funny, though, right? Everybody here can laugh and we can have a good time. And and I actually just had a conversation with Charlie Kirk about this. Is Comedy is dead yeah. right now because people have lost the ability to take a joke and to laugh and to have fun with things. And ha, 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 that's funny, et cetera. There's a... Um, there's a uh, online uh, TV community called Vet TV, mm-hmm. and their whole purpose is to showcase the dark humor that lies with inside the military. Like these men and women who just are just dark humored mindset, <laughs> and it's their way of coping yeah. with these horrible mm-hmm. things that they see all the imagine. time. If you were to listen to some of the things that 
Our amazing men and women in uniform say as a stress reliever, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, in the heat of the moment kind of stuff, you would think that we were the most depraved, horrific people in the history of the world because it's, it's a joke. It's yeah. comedy. Mm-hmm. People don't, one of my favorite comedians is Daniel Tosh. Uh, politically, don't agree with anything he, he thinks. But his comedy to me is amazingly funny, and it is just horrible sometimes. Yeah. But it's a joke. Right. And he's like, obviously, I don't really believe these things that I'm saying, but it's a joke, you know, and it's funny. And we've lost the ability to do that. Uh, the Office, um, Breaking Bad, all these things. Now, we could never have these TV shows on anymore. Diversity Day? Are you kidding me? Out of The Office? You, they would be shut down in 30 seconds because we've lost the ability to find the humor in things. Yeah, David, last word. It wasn't well, that long ago either that The Office was on. No. Right? I, it was not that long ago. No, not at all. I think that it, it, what Graham was saying as far as the ability to, to that we've lost the ability to just be humorous, it seems like we've created, and I don't think we have, I think the, the left has, and that's who runs Hollywood, and that's who's running a lot of these companies like Gillette. I mean, that Gillette commercial had me change to Bic, and I've changed ever <laughs> since. You know, I had a video and I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I don't agree with this this type of propaganda that's trying to teach our kids. It's like they're watching these commercials. I, I think kids probably watch commercials maybe more than adults do. I don't mm-hmm. sit there and watch commercials. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's an, a def- definite attack on us just being able to be humorous because everybody's so afraid that they're going to be a victim because the left continues to just perpetrate on people that we're all victims of something. Mm-hmm. And it's like got us all where we're on the edge of looking. It's got people on the edge where we're always looking at where we're being victimized and who's trying to victimize us. And it cuts out the ability to just laugh at, at innocent things. So it's sad. Uh, it's ridiculous. And, uh, you know, again, we, laughter is a good medicine. It says that in the best book ever written, mm-hmm. that joy and laughter is a good medicine. And we need to build the ability to laugh. Uh, before we go to break, I would just like to point out, I was just mansplained, too, mm-hmm. by all of these three That's men about, uh, about all of these stereotypes. Mm-hmm. So thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Back what? in a minute. It's real. It's real. It's a real thing. See, they would ban this. Pr- you're proving their point yeah. right now. This will be deemed as Before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, Cruise Through History. Um, Stu, I keep waiting for my invitation to this cruise, and I Me feel too. like it's gotten I've lost in the see. mail. It got lost I've in the mail for see. you guys, too? Yeah. yeah. That's so crazy. Well, I'm not naive to think that they sent me one. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know. certain uh, certain seats or cabins are already sold out, but if you just go to comesailaway.com, you guys will find your invitation right there. You just got to fill it out. Right. Oh. There's a card number to put in there. Oh, oh there okay. it is. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> No uh, co-worker uh, but, discount. But <laughs> seriously, though, you guys are going to the Eastern Mediterranean. Yeah, Greece, Italy, uh, Croatia, mm-hmm. Israel, um, and it's like a legit cruise ship, too. So you have like the experience of the fun of an awesome cruise, along with all the history is going to be there, and Bill O'Reilly's going to be there, of course, Glenn, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, myself. It's going to be a really fun trip, and it's going to be a lot of really good information as well. You're going to kind of see the places where civilization formed. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be an amazing thing, and it's one of those things I... We're talking about bringing our kids and stuff, and I, I'm like, when am I going to do something like this again? Like, this right. is like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah, like, like yeah. kids have to come. My wife's coming. It's going to be a really fun trip, but a trip that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. So it's happening spring 2020. you got to go to comesailaway.com to uh, market, market down on your calendars, pick your different package options. They've got all sorts of different package options. So comesailaway.com to, uh, to learn more and to book it. All right, Graham, you said... 
said um, Kyle. You said Kashuv. Is that how you Ka- say it? Yeah, I, th- I Kashuv? pronounce it Kashuv. Yeah. Kashuv. Okay. I always have Kashuv. said Kashuv. Kashuv. But, but yeah. his his Harvard acceptance was rescinded mm-hmm. all of a sudden, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. What happened? So I, I hate to break this to you, but no one sitting at this table deserves a job. We don't deserve mm-hmm. education. Well, that's rude. We don't Human deserve <laughs> to make money. We mm-hmm. don't deserve to embetter our lives. Uh, none of us. Internet, doesn't sound like we though. deserve air. <laughs> yeah, none of us deserve anything because apparently in today's society, if you say something really, really dumb when you're a teenager, <laughs> uh, you should be just outcast. You know, yeah, for the rest of your life at this point. Oh, that'd be me for sure. So Kyle, uh, me and David both know Kyle. Uh, yeah. You know, I've spoken to him at length many, many times. I've he's interviewed a, him. Yeah, yeah, he's a good young he's a guy, friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. super young guy, just graduated high school. Kid, kid yeah. all right. Kyle is a kid. Love you to death, Kyle. Kid, all right. <laughs> so, but he is he is super mature, mm-hmm. super amazing young man. Yeah. He survived a life changing, life altering event in uh, the Parkland shootings. Uh, unlike many of his, um, what do you call them? Not colleagues in school, uh, uh, other classmates. Classmates. Yeah, classmates. All right. He decided that uh, we don't need less guns. We actually need more guns. You know, what we need to, you know, further the 2A movement. We need to protect our schools better, et cetera, et cetera. Um, he applies to Harvard, gets accepted, because unlike <coughs> David Hogg, he uh, actually uh, earned it, and he scored the scores you need to make to get into Harvard. He is accepted mm-hmm. into Harvard. It's this huge social media firestorm. Kyle accepted to Harvard. Congratulations, good deal. Um, about a month and a half ago, Somebody publishes some things that Kyle did when he was, at the time, 16 years old uh, in a private chat room, him and some buddies, saying things they should not have said. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here justifying what was said. Kyle knows it was wrong. The N-word was said. Other things about uh, thinking other women were you know, sexually attractive and what they would do you know, and all this other kind of stuff. Um, no one's defending that. No one's saying that that was the right thing to do. I think everybody sitting at this table, if uh, the media had access to every single thing we said or did when we were a dumb teenager, I say this all the time, teenagers are dumb. Yeah. Dumb, yes. dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> teenagers are dumb. Yep. If we live in a society where everything we did as a teenager dictates what we can do for the rest of our lives, we're all in some serious, serious trouble. So... Uh, that gets made aware to Harvard. So Kyle puts on Twitter today, he announces that, you know, uh, Harvard has rescinded his thing. He goes on this 12-thread thing of the whole steps of how it worked. Harvard contacts him, says, hey, we've been made aware of some things that were, you know, published on the internet about previous statements that you made when you were 16. Can you submit to us, you know, what you feel about this and what you think? So he submits formal documentation. He had already apologized for this, so he submitted that and further to the uh, University of Harvard. Harvard comes back, thank you, we'll get back to you in a minute. Mm -hmm. They come back and say, we've withdrawn, or we've rescinded your admission. Um, And Kyle then says, he uh, puts it before them and says, can I meet you in person to have a conversation about this? They say, no, our decision is final, kind of thing. So what they have done, in my opinion, is they have set forth a very, very dangerous precedent. And I even responded on Twitter, you know, I I tagged Harvard in it. I said, I hope that you're going to expel and or rescind the admission 
to about 50 to 60 percent of all the people that are currently on that campus mm -hmm. and all the people that are fixing to be on that campus. Mm -hmm. Because if you look hard enough in any 16 year old's history, they've all done dumb, 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 dumb stuff. And it is amazing the adults that come in under this thread to basically say, you're getting what you deserve, yeah. you know, kind of thing, wow. kid. Stuff like that. Adults. All of them who did, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. All yeah. of these exactly. people. Oh, yeah. So, like I said earlier, if we live in a society to where we are judged by our past, mm -hmm. especially our past as children, there's a reason that you uh, seal documents in court for yeah. underage kids, right? Because even the court goes, they're kids, man. Right. You know, they're going to do stupid stuff. No, you know, once they do what they have to do, you can't pull this stuff up anymore, you know, because, because they were under the age of 18. If it had been someone that wasn't pro-2A, if it had been somebody that wasn't a conservative, yep. if it had been David Hogg, mm -hmm. I'll yeah. say it right now, yep. every single media outlet would have David Hogg in front of a camera. They would all be saying Harvard is this discriminatory, yep. bigoted mm -hmm. university, da-da-da-da-da, and how could they do this to a child that's trying to better their life and all the above. I'm saying it right now. If the role had been reversed, this is 100% about politics, yeah. has yep. nothing to do with past conversations of a 16-year-old kid. Yeah. Nothing. It's 100% because Kyle is a conservative. He's pro 2A. He's been very vocal about that. He's gone all over the country talking about it. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, the you know, I think it's Jonah Goldberg who said uh, the most closely associated characteristic with stupidity is youth. Yeah. Like we're just, you know, we're all dumb. We all start Brains off really Brains aren't fully dumb. developed no, at that point. You know, I mean, when we start off, right? Like this is how, you know, so the fact that, you know, he made, you know, jokes that were that were inappropriate is, is not surprising. Every yeah. teenager is being racist. The N-word is racist. Oh, you know, no and we can, we can say that. Appropriate and unacceptable. Yeah. But I saw that. Yeah. I saw that when it first started circulating. Mm -hmm. And having met Kyle and talked to him several times, mm -hmm. uh, I said, you know what? He must have just been a dumb kid. Yes. That yep. was just either really flippant with his language. Yeah. I said, I don't think he's a racist, yeah. but obviously he was throwing some things out there that I don't felt represented who he is today. Or exactly. as, right. as far as I met him last year. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I just, I brushed it aside. I'm not taking a big stance and saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, Harvard needs to do that. And oh, he needs to be, you know, set an example of. And so why would Harvard feel the need to do that? If I don't think most black Americans would be offended, except you bring in the fact that he is pro 2A, he's a conservative, yep. and uh, well, now you've got a different dynamic in there. And Look it's at completely, Kevin Hart. Completely Look at different. Kevin Hart, what Kevin Hart just had to yeah. endure. Yeah. Yep. He got removed from hosting the Oscars. Yep. yep. And look at all the people that rallied behind Kevin Hart yep. for basically anti LGBT comments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Multiple through years, yeah. years worth of stuff as an adult yep. on video. Not even sorry about it. And Kevin Hart even says, you know what? If you don't believe that I can change, then pfft, I ain't got nothing right. to say to you. Yeah. Right. Period. Right. And people rallied. And you know what? Kevin I rallied Hart. behind him because yeah. it's it, it was ridiculous. It was. Yeah. It know? was. It's yep. like, I, it, like, it is a, it, we are in that weird spot in which we have to all be completely offended by everything. And I think that's the exact opposite. It's, it's not a place where comedy can live. It, it, and this goes back to what, you know, the first break when we were yeah. talking about the advertising. There is a, you, what you wind up with in, with these standards uh, enforced all over the place is a boring freaking life. Because no one can say anything controversial. No one can say anything interesting. No one can say anything funny. That's awful. And really the only, uh, you know, 
racism is a really serious thing, and it, but it's happening in a major way at Harvard against yep. Asian students mm-hmm. who, are, who are being tossed from the university because, they, because Asians in general are boring and don't have, I'm using air quotes on that, are boring, don't do enough extracurricular activities, and are too consistently outscoring white students mm-hmm. and other races. And now they're getting you know, discriminated against. And Harvard has a massive lawsuit against them on that front, and I think they should lose it. I mean, because they are actually doing it. Yeah. Let last me, word, Graham. Let me throw a major curveball real quick for last word. Okay, these same people that are sitting here saying, you know, because all of this is speech, right? We're talking mm-hmm. about freedom of speech, First Amendment. And this mm-hmm. is not me defending what Kyle said. The same people that are saying you can't do those things and you should be punished because of it are the same people saying that Donald Trump has no right to say that it should be illegal to burn the American flag. Mm -hmm. You can't tell us that we can't burn the flag. (laughs) That's our First Amendment speech. Well, right or wrong, who are we to then look at somebody and go, you can't say something racist. Why? Right or wrong, it's free speech, right? right? It's a total contradiction. Now, morally, is it right or wrong? Of course it's wrong. But if we're really talking about free speech, what are we doing? All right, back in a minute. All right, we've got overtime coming up next, and we still have to get to Kamala, Kamala Harris and her comments that she made. Uh, you don't want to miss it, but you're going to if you have not subscribed yet to Blaze TV. So you got to go to blazetv.com, use promo code NEWS, and you will get $10 off of your annual subscription. We will see you guys there. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. All right, David, uh, talk to us about Kamala Harris. So Kamala Harris, no... Uh, relation to me whatsoever. <laughs> let me please. Every time. <laughs> let me I would please do. make sure people understand. Yeah, I'm from California and we got the same last name. Same close pigment, but no relation. <laughs> None whatsoever with this crazy woman. You know, Father's Day is an honor for me. I've got two daughters. They're 21 and 23. So I celebrated my 23rd Father's Day yesterday. Wow. It kind of hit me when I'm reading that card from my wife and and then I'm reading a card from my daughter. And just to hear your, especially an adult child, mm-hmm. your child that's an adult that honors you and thanks you for what you've done. And, and just, you can tell they get it. And you're just like, it's like a proud papa moment. Proud parent moment for mother or father's day. Proud moment. Uh, I love, I love, love, love the, the day and love being able to share that with my, with my daughter and my family yesterday. Uh, and then I see this. Kamala Harris has the audacity, and I think you could really say stupidity, (laughs) to compare deployed, and I have a great honor for our veterans and those that are still serving, Uh, she compares criminals that are in jail that can't afford bail and illegals that are being separated from their kids at the border, she compares those to servicemen on Father's Day that are deployed, not seeing their kids. Mm. Now, I know when you rate something, when you write something, you put an order, you can see the order she put it in. She, she, she has the audacity to say, uh, fathers that can't celebrate because they can't afford bail, uh, well, first she says uh, those separated at the border mm-hmm. and then those that can't afford bail. So she puts our 
fathers that are serving our country last behind criminals and first and foremost illegals. Kind of like a oh by the way. Yeah. Oh yeah. by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah the veteran, I still have some characters. Yeah, the, veteran, the veterans too. The veterans. I bet too. you her PR person said you got to add that. I doubt she wanted to add that. It was like we just throw something in there. So at least we're trying to be honoring. But it's so dishonoring, and it's dishonoring to America. And the Democrats just continue. It's not just Kamala, but they continue to favor illegal aliens over American citizens. Mm -hmm. All of them want open borders. They they don't care. To me, that says they don't care about the safety of Americans. I would really love for all of these Democrats that are running for president and any American that actually believes and agrees with these uh, ideologies to open their front door and put a sign over it that says illegals welcome. Just do that. If you really believe it, if you really think it's okay, if you really think that it's safe to allow all these illegals to flood into our country, unvetted, unchecked, not medically screened, I mean, there's outbreaks that are are increasing because of the illegals that are coming across the border that are not being uh, checked. There's been some of them that have been quarantined just in the last week, it came out that that a great number of them were quarantined. If these Democrats and if the American people really, truly believe that there's no crisis and there's nothing wrong with letting illegals come into our country, then they should do that. Stick, uh, stick a sign on their door, open their door, say you're welcome, come on in, sit on my couch, eat my food, I'll even take you to school, I'll get you checked in, because that's basically what the government with the Democrat policies are doing, coddling, and that's what they want to do, and that's what they continue to want to do. So for her to come out on Father's Day and disrespect our servicemen that are deployed and can't see their family and rank them down below illegals and criminals is just it's disgusting to me. And I can't even believe that she's running for president. This woman actually thinks that she has a support and she's got support because she's in the polls. You know, there's it's not like this is biting her in the butt. I mean, can you imagine if Donald Trump came out and said something outlandish like that and said something like, you know what, we're going to start choosing illegals, you know, before our veterans. And we're going to we're going to make sure that all the illegals have food and we're not going to worry about the homeless children that are on our streets. It all, would be all of a sudden the left would become patriotic again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just it's insane to me that there are Americans out there that do not see what these Democrats actually stand for, because I don't think they stand for anything American. Yeah. I think it's more globalism, and they, and they want power, and they understand. I believe that they're losing the black vote. Mm-hmm. They are losing it. Black unemployment's at a historic all-time low in this country, and that is 100% because of Donald Trump and his administration and the policies that have created the jobs that they have and the lies that the Democrats have had uh, that have kept the black Americans in this country uh, in, in, a, in a stranglehold for 60 years, they're losing that stranglehold. They're losing it because jobs are, are growing. They're losing it because of the prison reform bill that's having a huge impact on the black community, going to continue to have a huge impact on the black community. And so they have to coddle to illegals. And for Americans to not see that is uh, it's sad, mm-hmm. but it's also infuriating. Stu, I also um, find it interesting that she mentions the fathers who can't, what was it, can't afford bail? Can't afford bail. She probably was the one who put a lot of them behind bars. Yeah, well, and that's an interesting argument because I think that is actually probably why she's She's trying to. That is a problem for for her in the Democratic Mm -hmm. primary because she actually had a couple, she has a couple of terrible incidents where she actually put criminals behind bars. uh, And that's (laughs) like a very negative thing. How dare you? How dare you? Yeah, she's seen as tough on crime. And it's like, well, not, not. to me, but I mean, you know, I guess to Democrats, you know, anytime you put anyone behind bars that is uh, not Donald Trump, you're apparently a terrible person. But it's funny because there's not, you know, when when criminals get their bail and they get out, they're not going to Kamala's zip code. There's not a big illegal immigrant problem in Kamala's zip code. She's one of the most, you know, wealthy people in this entire race. 
Um, you know, it, it is a it is a uh, it's a situation where I think she's trying to hit, and this is she's not running a good campaign right now. She, you know, she, look, I think she actually has a chance to win this thing, oddly, because you know Biden can falter at any time. I mean, yeah. Sanders, I don't think. I cannot imagine they're going to run Bernie Sanders as their freaking nominee. I just can't imagine the it. The DNC would like let that once, Yeah, if you want a if you want a, a socialist and it's not Bernie, you're going to go probably to Kamala's probably the next logical choice there. Um, and I would not be surprised if she's able to pull this off. She hasn't been all that impressive though so far, uh, other than fundraising. She's been able to get a lot of uh, a lot of money, but she keeps she's you could see her playing every side of this. You know, veterans. Uh, well, I swear I'm not that tough on criminals. I'm worried about dads without bail, and of course I'm with you on the legal immigrants ripped apart from their parents. She's trying to play every yeah. single little corner of this, and usually when you try to please everybody, you get nobody. Yeah. Graham, as a veteran, you want to weigh in on this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I. Uh, I um... <laughs> Can I say I think she's she's dumb? Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. I think I think yeah. she's an idiot. I, I think that I'll she I think she's not standing <laughs> in any solid principles of which she actually believes. I think she says whatever she has to say to click people in or bait people to click on her stuff. Mm. I don't think she has any sound principles. I don't think she has any solid uh, policies that yeah. she wants to you know uh, put in place. I think that she's just riding whatever wave that she can. Like a puppet. Yeah, Father's yeah. Day. Father's Day. I went looking through Twitter because I just knew some people were going to you know, mess up Father's Day. <laughs> and it, one thing that I do love about social media, it's one of the bad things, but I actually love it, is it is showing these people mm. that live in our country how terrible they actually are. And the fact that they don't care about our country, they don't care about people, they don't care about American citizens, they don't really care about fathers, they don't care about right. unborn children. No. They, it, it's, it, it is showcase, showcasing these terrible, terrible people and what they actually believe and what they actually think. And so, you know, there's going to come a tipping point at some time. I'll say to you, you know, in your sports fan, you'll, you'll have like, you look at the next couple of weeks of your schedule and you're like, all right, you've got these tough matchups coming up. We're going to find out a lot about this team in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You're going to find out a lot about Kamala Harris in the next few weeks. Yep. She's a former prosecutor. Her strength should be debates. Yeah. She should be able to shine in these debates. Mm-hmm. And if she doesn't, that's a massive negative for her campaign. I mean, she's going to be around for a while. She's got tons of money, big support from insiders and Wall Street types uh, in California money. She's got a lot of it behind her. I mean, they, there's enough people behind her that she should be able to stick around for a while. But if she can't shine in one of these first couple of debates, mm-hmm. you have to question whether she's going to be able to make a move here or she's just going to wind up fading away like, you know, the Beddoes of the world and all these others. When is the first debate again? I think it's the end of this month, right? It's the 27th and 28th, maybe. I mean, we're close. This thing's actually finally you starting. You should do like a mystery science theater version oh, God, of watching. Believe me. We really should. Thing. I would love to. <laughs> I'm serious. rights for it. That's the problem. Like, oh, it's, oh, that's right. It's not like the State of the Union, which is like a C-SPAN, like anyone can hold, carry uh, it. This is a, this is a you know, network-specific event, right. so we can't it, do it, it unfortunately. It, Believe yeah. me, we've wanted to. We, we did this with the State of the Union before. Yeah. We've done it with some of these other big speeches, and it's hilarious. It'll be fun to get all of us I together next time. I would love to do it. would be amazing. What about even if we just Facebook live-streamed our own yeah. Watching of it. Yeah, I mean... It, it, right, so like right. they could watch Facebook at the same... I don't know. Yeah. It probably I, wouldn't work because it would be a delay. Yeah, we've, we've tried some of that stuff. I, like, it's, you know, I know uh, a lot of times these, as you guys know, these social networks get a little tentative when you're talking about <laughs> rights issues. They, uh, yeah. They're a little, a little itchy bit. about those. So 
we've looked for ways around it because look, everyone's doing the same thing. I mean, one of the ways uh, we did one time was just to kind of just let's do a live stream and like just kind of pause your DVR a few seconds, let it line up, and then we'll just all roll together. You can kind of keep us up and keep the sh- this stream up and follow them both. But it's definitely tough technically to do. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about all of the the Democratic uh, presidential candidates. Um, a lot of them, I, actually, I'm not sure. Are there any that you guys know of that don't think we should impeach Trump? Uh, Klobuchar just came out to do it, right? Uh-huh. So uh, I'm trying to think if I've seen any. S- Certainly none in the top ten. Uh-huh. I think they all are. Were the judges out on it now? Yes. I'm yeah. Pre- I thought I he was another sure one that was holding out for a while. Yeah, I think that's pretty much everybody. I mean, I, I would say... But Buttigieg is out of the race now because you heard he came out and said that he would probably keep the embassy in Jerusalem and things like that, right? So oh, really? well, he's lost. Oh, that's dangerous. Right that's dangerous yeah, to say. He, you know, and he considers Israel an ally and stuff, so he's oh, lost, the whole, oh, he's lost yeah. the whole base Christian now at this like point. Yeah, he's out. He's Kamala out. said he's the done. same thing. I don't know what's going she on did. over there in that Democratic wow. Party. Jeez. But MoveOn.org, they, over the weekend, they held a bunch of nationwide impeach Trump rallies. And David, you're laughing because you saw the, the result of that. Yeah, well, nobody showed up. <laughs> no, one, no one showed up. There were like they 20 were, of them across yeah. the country. And oh, then they thought you, they were going to have you know, thousands, tens of thousands of yes. people to show up to impeach Trump. Yes, and, and it was just... A, just crickets. Yeah, and they were probably, five or ten. Yeah, they were probably got paid. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. right. Probably answered a Craigslist ad for $2 an hour. Right, right. To show up and... No one's there. there. A living wage of $15 an hour. Thank you. We're going to show up. It does make you wonder, are they tone deaf, right, screaming about impeachment? Are all of these candidates tone deaf? I don't think they have anything else. What are they going to run on the economy? I think think what's going to happen is a 2008 situation when the whole time leading up to the election, we tried to uh, reverse... Uh, Obamacare. Like, that's all we focused on. 47 times, I think, it went to vote to try to overturn it and all this stuff. 2012, you're talking about. 2012, sorry, excuse me, 2012. Yes, 2012, overturning Obamacare. And then when it actually came time to run, We're like, oh, that didn't work. What are we going to do now to try to actually beat Obama? Yeah. So I think that the same thing is happening with Trump. I think that they have focused so hard on the Mueller report. Yep. Now they want to impeach, et cetera, et cetera. They haven't spent any which time. The, which the Mueller report was supposed to be lead to impeachment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. They Nothing haven't there. spent any yeah. real anyway. time figuring out what they're actually going to do to argue against what Donald Trump has actually done. Yeah. And I think when push comes to shove, I'm not saying that 2020 is in the back. I will never say that because it still is very dependent on American citizens getting to the polls yep. and voting. Yep. However... I will say, when you start looking at the economy, you start looking at black unemployment rates like Absolutely. you were talking about, you start looking at uh, right to try, all these things that Donald Trump is doing, embassy moving to Jerusalem, the wall is going up. You know, I yeah. mean, every single thing. And Trevor Noah even said this. Yeah, he did. He said, the thing that worries me the most is love him or hate him, Donald Trump has done every single thing that he said he was going to do. Yep. And I think that's going to be really tough for them to argue and debate when it actually comes time to debate Donald Trump and his policies and everything, I think all you're going to have is, well, we just don't like him. I agree. I'm just worried about the media's uh, role in this. Oh, the media's going to play a super big role. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people will watch the debates. Um, 
I just the, don't. the Democrat debates or the presidential debates? Any of them, I think. I think I, think that, I can't wait for the presidential debates. debates. I think, I think, people, I think, I can't I don't think people care who's going to be the pick for the Democrats right. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But once uh, they do pick who it is that's going to go against yeah. Trump, you think that they'll watch I think, them? I think oh, that it's going to be, uh, yeah, I think that people will just, even for the highlights, the next yeah. day. They may not well, watch it, that, but the that's next right. day they're going to be like... watch the highlights. Yeah. And, but that's what I'm worried and about. That's edited by someone at CBS right. News. Yeah. Exactly. Um, exactly. I think they'll they be to get their news from folks yeah. like Graham and us. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. But I just, I worry about the media's role in shaping people's opinions. One second to the story that you guys just did, because I cannot get over, I just can't get over it. Every time I think about it, I think it's one of the most amazing things. MoveOn.org is one of the le- <laughs> big left-wing leading organizations in America. They are named as to you should move on right from From. the Bill Clinton sexual (laughs) harassment story that we all talked about where he was sleeping with Monica Lewinsky Uh and all of this. And like their point there was think of how far they've come. They were named to say move on from sexual harassment. Now they're all me too. Now everything. Now even the Democrats have basically abandoned Bill Clinton after Hillary lost. Uh, and and like this organization continues to be one of their left wing leading organizations, and they have not changed their name. Mm-hmm. Like their name is basically encouraging everything the Democrats say they stand against, and they just keep trotting out there. Move on, move on away. Well, should we move on from Harvey Weinstein too? Right. Well, should we move on? Yeah, from? but you know the sad thing is that unless you're watching this network, probably the, yeah, the average American doesn't know because the media doesn't do any sort of digging or present any sort of context to anything. Can you imagine though? Like I, I can't even. <laughs> can you imagine if there was a conservative equivalent, which there isn't one? <laughs> but like I like if the KKK came out and they all of a sudden, which of course not conservative organization, we should point out, <laughs> yeah. and then like no, they changed all their Democrats. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All Democrats, hundred percent Democrats. But if they came out and they changed their name, they, their cause to like. I don't know, low taxes. And they kept the name KKK. We'd be like, what? Move on, yes. OJ Simpson moved on. He's yes. on his Twitter account now. Oh, oh, Super excited. Terrible. Hey, that, there are oh, man. so many things wrong with that I'm guy. Telling you, so man, many. But he was trending so on Twitter. Many. I mean, bam, just I know, like but that. Like, he's, there are some people in our society that should want less attention. He is mm-hmm. one of them. Yeah. Just live out your days, man. Just live out your days. Just live out your days. got away with literal murder. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. I was, uh, go ahead. Okay, no, no, no. I have to take a quick poll at the table. Yes. Who followed him? I did, did you follow him on Twitter? I did not. No. Did. did you follow I him? Not. I wasn't about to get that screenshot. Graham Allen follows OJ. Yeah. Since <laughs> I wasn't going to give him the. Uh, you, I the did. Did. What you're talking I about. did. I want. I just want to see what he it. says. I just saw. I obviously, I'm not a fan of him. This weekend from Chris. Uh, this past weekend from Chris Darden, mm-hmm. uh, who's he's not now. He's a he's a guy who is a uh, has. Left, you know, the whole prosecuting yeah. world right after this, and became uh, a defense attorney. So yeah. he's been a defense attorney for a long time. But him going back and talking about all the amazing things he learned from that case, and one of them was like, he, he, I thought it was really interesting. He said uh, every case is every case is a race trial, and he was talking mm. about how like you have to think about that as as a prosecutor. I thought if I could present mm. this case in a way that was just so logical and obvious that that he did these crimes, it was going to work. And he said in the end, it didn't. It didn't matter. And he said the same thing happened when he went to uh, recently with uh, he was the, the 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 first sort of defense attorney for the guy who uh, allegedly killed Nipsey Hussle. And uh, and the same thing. He said it didn't matter that 
everyone knows, we all know that you get the right of representation and everyone, even if you're a murderer, should have good representation. Uh, but it didn't matter. It was all, he was a race traitor. He's like, every single part mm-hmm. of this is about race now and you can't avoid it. I mean, you have to mentally, as, a, as an attorney, to prepare for it. Wow. wow. That's a sad state That's of so affairs sad. in our country. Yeah, it is. Uh, Friday's poll, who should replace Sarah Huckabee Sanders as press secretary? Okay, so the options were Anthony Scaramucci, Michael Knowles, Sean Spicer, or John <laughs> Miller. Oh. Michael Knowles. So this is wow. very obviously a, a, a dream team type scenario, not in reality. Uh, I don't believe Michael Knowles has put in for the position of press secretary. He changed his name. Did he? Uh, potential press secretary <laughs> Michael Knowles. <laughs> he Twitter? changed it on Twitter. That's yeah. So is, he, is he really going for this? I've missed this. Uh, I, I would love to see Michael do it. Probably a bit. I mean, Sean already funny. did it, right? Scaramucci yes. basically already did it. Yes. Uh, not necessarily didn't always turn out so great. No. Uh, John would be great. And so John would, would be great. Yeah. And John already has the, the show name. Yeah. 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 White yeah. House Brief. You just yeah. continue Briefing. the show. Do it all online. Right. right. Yeah. Subscribe to the I feel like we would lose John if he got that job. Yeah, yeah. He's right in the contract. guys. You know, I'm sorry, but I'm probably going to go do this. Uh, And then today's poll, how should President Trump handle the crisis at the border while the Democrats block his progress on the wall? Uh, Should he shut down the border, put tariffs on Mexico, or make a deal with Mexico? What was the question again? How should, it's a tough one. How should President Trump handle the crisis at the border while the Democrats block his progress on the wall? All right, give me the options one more time. Okay. I'll solve this right now. Shut down the border. Yes. Put tariffs on Mexico. No. Make a deal with Mexico. I mean, look, the real answer, I think, is make a deal with Mexico. Yeah. Um, you know, their value, the, the, Mex- this, the trade that we have with Mexico is valuable. I mean, I, yeah. it's a reason why we, you know. There's avocados. A lot, there's a lot of, well, except for not avocados, <laughs> which are awful <laughs> alien creatures. Other than that. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, make a deal. Obviously, it's a matter of what that deal actually is. Right. It has to be a deal that's yeah. good for America, not just a deal just to make a deal. Graham, do you agree? Yeah. Make yeah, a deal? I agree. I, I don't think Trump's in the business of making bad deals just to make a deal. Exactly. Right, right. David, yeah, you make agree? a deal. Yeah, he's a good. He's good at doing that. He's the art of it. So apparently, and with this one, when I heard about the the tariff announcement, Stu, I'm sure you were the same way. Like, okay, we can't use tariffs to solve literally every problem that yes. we have with Look, another I, country. And then they said they were in talks, and I was like, I know, but okay, again, he what, knew what he was doing. Yeah, what did they get? We, right. I mean, like, it does not seem like anything. We got anything out of that. Like, yeah. it was just a big, look, they came to the table and we, we have a promise for a future negotiation, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, not nothing. I mean, right. you know, and, and like, we've already, like, they, it, it's tough. This is a tough one because it's really not Mexico. I mean, like, we're, this is almost exclusively Guatemala, Honduras, mm-hmm. and the other Central American mm-hmm. countries. Mexico can do so much, but it's like, it's really, it's a tough one. This is a tough one. And I think so far, working with them is probably going to work out better. As they pointed out, and they have said, look, it, we, these things steps have to cut it, or we're going to need to change tactics. If it doesn't, if it doesn't cut in the next couple of months, they're going to have to change it. Mexico knows that. We know that. So I think working with them to get them to do more of the the you know I don't want to say dirty work because it's not dirty work. Stopping stopping illegal immigration is is honorable work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, getting Tough them to work, do more yeah. of it is going to be helpful. And yeah. I, I I hope they can come to some sort of conclusion on it to lower those levels. Yeah. Let us know what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. That is at the Blaze. Gentlemen, as always, thank you for being here to mansplain everything to yes. me. I really <laughs> appreciate it as a little now? lady. Do you, you know what? You can you can explain to us cake recipes later. <laughs> okay. As a woman. It's oh, okay. a real burden. Okay. It's a real burden. But, and you know, and the, the, the problems of being able to drive well. Drive well. I'll explain well, yes. that to yeah, you yeah. Yeah. off air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks for taking so the right pedal is the gas. <laughs> the left one is the that's one that slows it. Stop the time. time. Yeah, and you only use one foot at a time. We're not even going to talk about the phone. They have three pedals. We're not even going to talk about it. 
Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.